This is Life Well Planned, featuring the 80-20-365 success system with Adam Vincent Gilmer. I'm your host, Gene Valaitis, and uh, welcome back here to episode number five. Now, every week, Adam is going to be taking you through another aspect of the 80-20-365 success program. It's a program that I've been involved in for years and years and years, and we're teaching this now all over the entire planet right here on Adam's website, or you can uh, simply download the free podcast. Yeah, how's that? Free in the year 2020 at uh, Apple iTunes or Spotify. Uh, you can binge listen or binge watch the videos here on Adam's website. Um, the, but here's the main thing that we really have to stress. If you want to get the most out of this course, go to Adam's website and purchase your 80-20-365 daily planner. It's something that you're going to be carrying around with you 24 hours a day. I use it every day. I used it last night. I used it this morning. And as you learn uh, about the uh, success system with Adam, you'll understand why before I go to bed tonight, I'm going to be tracking my day. And uh, that'll become apparent in the next couple of episodes. And it really does set you up to take you from where you are to where you want to be. So, Adam, welcome to episode number five. Today we're going to be dealing with how to use the 80-20-365 planner for week one, uh, for four weeks, and then for 90 days. But I've got a really big caveat, and when people order their daily planner and they start to learn more about the system, even though we are in uh, episode number five here, um, there's, there's something you say. This system is for people who have had enough is enough, and they really want to start living their lives. And that's why uh, the name suggests it all. Instead of enough is enough, this is about living a life well planned. And here's the interesting thing. You don't say to people when you teach this course in person, or if people learn about the course through the, uh, the podcast or the videos, you don't say, please fill out your daily planner. In big capital letters, you demand that people use their daily planner. So before we get into the seven habitudes, and I just love that name, please tell me why you, Adam Vincent Gilmer, who came up with this system, why is it, why is it not, oh, please fill in this, why is it I demand in capital letters that you fill out your daily planner? Well, good morning, good evening, uh, good afternoon from wherever people are watching this around the world. And, and Gene, thanks a lot for um, stating that. I know uh, you've been through the program, so you know. Uh, the reason why I demand that people do the system is because most people don't demand of themselves anything. Okay, They'd like to have success. They'd like to be uh, have some money in the bank. They'd like to maybe live in their dream home. They'd like to have a dream but they're really not doing what's necessary to go after that dream. Instead, they're just kind of like existing. So uh, for things to change, people have to make a change. Otherwise, you get the exact same stuff out of your life. And the reason why I demand that you do it is I'm not standing over your shoulder uh, watching you, and I'm not the principal uh, back in, uh, you know, when I went to school, where you went and got, uh, you know, uh, a spanking, a caning if you didn't do the work. So this is why I demand you do it because your dreams are worth living and your, 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 your life is dependent on what you do every day to make your dream come true. And this is why I demand that people follow seven little habits. It's not very difficult, but it's also difficult not to do. So I want to make the consciousness aware 
uh, the subconscious and conscious aware that you have to do this stuff every single day and it becomes a game of life and it's it's so much fun yeah and and you know as a as a student of, of this system and i've gone through the training and as somebody who uses it you know it's all about a period of gestation for example you just don't throw seeds out the window and wake up the next morning and expect to see flowers um you have two beautiful children well guess what uh, Jessica, your fantastic wife, she was pregnant for nine months. So results just don't happen. So, um, you have to do things on a daily basis. When you do things on a daily basis, they become a habit. And when they become a habit, things tend to change. It's like, I know many people will make a new year's resolution and that first day at the gym, it's awful. But by day number 30, it's become a habit. And you know what? You're feeling better. And things are starting to work for you. So this is why Adam demands that you fill out your 80-20-365 daily planner. And I know, listen, it takes me some work. I fill it out at nighttime and some nights I just say, I want to go to bed. But I've got this little voice running in the back of my mind and it's, it's Adam sitting at his desk and he's yelling at me, fill it out before you fall asleep, Valitis. So I do. So what we're going to do in this episode, it's going to be about another 20 minutes before we move on to episode number six. And thanks for being with us here on the video and the podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about how to do num week number one and then how to do four weeks and, and, and finally how to do 90 days worth of planning in your uh, 802365 planner. So first of all, let's deal with what you call the seven habitudes, habits and attitudes. And number one is the hour of power. And let's just run through all seven. Let's talk about the hour of power. First of all, what is it? And how does that relate to doing your uh, one month and building up to your uh, 90 day planner? Okay, so just like we have a new day of the week, you know, a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, those are seven days. So what we want to do is align seven habits with seven days so that you're doing these seven habits every single day as you go through your Sunday through Saturday routine. And uh, developing a new routine early in the morning is what I call the power hour. Now, it doesn't take an hour, Gene. Okay, that's mm -hmm. like, it's just, it's a time that you've specified that say like, you know, 6.30 in the morning or 7 o'clock or 8.30, whatever it is. But it's a time for you set aside where you specifically allow your mind and your daily planner to come into play. And by doing so, you become, you, you've started a new habit, which is you're filling that, uh, that 3, 4, 5, 15 minutes of time when you're planning. You're filling that with a ton of energy to make the rest of your day actually happen in front of you. And that's really what the, uh, the hour of power is about, or the, or the power hour. Uh, for me, it tends to be 6.30, quarter to 7 in the morning. I get up. Uh, the house is nice and quiet. Uh, the wife and the kids are still asleep. Um, I go downstairs. I make an espresso. And then I'm like, okay, I stumble into my office. And I'm like, okay, let me just sit down and look and see what I have to do today. And mentally, I'm already putting myself in a, in a habit to make sure that my day is going to be successful. Yeah. It's the hour of power. Yeah. And one of the things um, that you demand in the hour of power or the power hour is, first of all, read your purpose. Now, we dealt with purpose in earlier episodes, but again, um, nothing like repetition. I, I know I do the same thing. I make my coffee first thing I do, and I've been reading my purpose for years, but you know what? Every single morning... I read my purpose, so my day has direction. So 
tell tell us about what you need to review in the hour of power i know you, you got to read your purpose you got to read your bottom line and i mean we haven't dealt with exactly how 8020 works that'll be coming up in a future episode but what are the kind of things we should review in our power hour to really start our day off with purpose and with intent all right so when you purchase the planner online at 802365.com that's 8020365 that's the 8020 principle being practiced every single day once you get your planner, your planner, they come in a box of four in the United States, Canada, okay? And inside the planner, and we can probably switch to the overhead camera, and I'll show you this. Inside the planner, there is, <clears throat> I've actually taped in, I've, I've written and printed out my purpose statement, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and what I do is, in the morning time, I come in, and I'm like, okay, I got my coffee, and I'm like, okay, I sit down, and I read the purpose statement to myself. And then, and I haven't done this yet, but we're going to get into this. And I do five year bottom line review. And then I do 30 day bottom line review. Now, this book that I'm happening, that I'm looking at right now is my second quarter. But for those following along, uh, and you're not driving, but maybe you're watching the, uh, you're watching the uh, video or you're listening to the podcast. Here's what it looks like when it's completed. Okay. And if I think of the top cameras on, it'll give uh, everybody a view there. Yep see it of actually you know purpose statement being brain body time people and money and i've got my five-year plan now these are bottom line results for what i'm expecting to have completed in five years not a wishy-washy oh you know here's what my five-year plan no no it's th these things will happen in my life and uh, these are the bottom lines this is the line in the sand uh for my 60 month range goals and then i review my 30 range goals. And in fact, <clears throat> because it's the beginning of February, I just, I, I'm really happy about this uh, webisode that we're doing is <clears throat> my February ones aren't filled out yet. And the reasons why I'm doing this this way and making this video work and, and podcast work is I want everybody to know that we have to go through the plan of understanding of how this works. And remember, this is just the review. And I've only been talking for maybe a minute and a half or two minutes. Um, as you review all your goals and stuff, <clears throat> then you can go to the actual uh, daily sheets, okay? And in the daily sheets, you can actually plan and organize uh, what you're going to do in the hour of power. And the hour of power is really simple. It's not like, uh, it's actually easy to do. So what you do is, uh, you flip it over, and uh, here it says you read your purpose, you do your planning, what you have to do for the day. You might flip to your calendar, and you find out, hey, I have to I have a call with Gene. I have a video. Uh, I have a, a meeting. I got to catch a plane. Whatever it is, you plan it into your day. And then the best part is, is that once you've got all that done, you close your eyes and you do what's called a take one preview, where you actually close your eyes and you see your day unfolding in front of you where everything is going to be completed in, in a perfect, uh, least hard way. In other words, there's no confrontation. Everything's just going to happen. And, and, and Gene, what's great about this is actors and actresses, <clears throat> heads of state, presidents around the world, they practice what they're going to be delivering before they've actually delivered it, okay? Uh, an actor has a coach, uh, and they practice lines. Well, they're previewing. They're, they're doing a take one preview of what it might look like. And then they actually act it out, which is going through the day. And that leads to, you know, fear thing first, all these other things inside the planning system. And what it allows somebody to do is it, it, we've mentally already given your brain permission to unfold everything and make it work for you for the day. 
most people, when they start the day, it's rush, 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 rush. <clears throat> Nothing's planned. It's all mudge podged together. And they're hoping that this great little puzzle of a balanced life comes out. And that's unfortunately how most people live. But it's not how I choose to live. Yeah. You know, and there's two really great examples. Uh, I'm going to embarrass you and use one for one of my examples. The other example of people who do that is the young Canadian girl who back in 2018 won the Grammy Award for Up and Coming New Artist. And when she accepted the Grammy Award up on stage, she quite seriously said, I've been accepting this award and I've been giving this acceptance speech for 10 years in my bedroom and and then it happened and now i'm going to embarrass you uh adam and i were on facetime the other night talking about uh, getting ready for these episodes and he said i want to show you the new car i bought for jessica and it's a beautiful black rolls royce and i said wow i can't believe you just got a rolls royce and you looked at me and you said why can't you believe that you know how i plan things out in my life this car has been in my driveway in my imagination for years it just so happens to be here in person now so these are the kind of things you can manifest but you got to fill out the form and that's why adam says please don't fill it out he demands you fill it out so we go from the hour of power and i love this one fear things first because people fear doing things and you tell people well deal with the fear so what is ftf i love ftf um when you get this habit down you'll become so uh more productive in your day so normally what happens in a, some type of a planner or a journal, you know, you, people write down maybe first things first. And first things first might be like in my example earlier, making a cup of coffee, okay? Um, but really and truly, that's like me getting prepared. Hey, I'm, you know, I like to have a nice morning espresso. But really and truly, to make my day the most productive, what I have to do is find out what I've been procrastinating, <clears throat> putting off because literally I'm afraid or you're afraid to deal with it. And if you tackle that thing and you plan it out and it becomes in your planner and you'll see like, um, you know, uh, here we go. Okay. Uh, down here, there's a little thing called FTF. I think that's coming up on the screen. FTF. Um, and I plan in what my fear thing first is. Now, <clears throat> let's say it's a workout routine for somebody. Okay. Or let's say it's talking to the boss about a raise or let's say it's maybe telling your boss, you're, you're quitting, <laughs> okay, whatever it is. Sure. Fair thing for us. It might be even telling your significant other, listen, I need to sit down with you and talk about our financial plan. Or it might be sitting down with your, your kids and talking about um, an organization, uh, a new structure, maybe uh, some new chore that you want to get done. Um, but here's the thing. You, you have to plan out your fair thing first. And here's the beautiful thing. By doing your fair thing first, Gene, and for the audience listening, when you handle that fear thing first that you've been putting off and putting up a barrier to getting it done, and all of a sudden it gets completed and it's done and you've handled it, the rest of your day is like a downhill water slide. It's a lot of fun to go out and live. And what people do is they put off their fear, this fear thing first as a procrastination somewhere, oh, one day I'll handle it. Well, today's the day. Let's handle it. Because if that's standing in your way of you living your dream and becoming successful and having the life that you want, When's the best time to handle that? Like now. Yeah. Exact moment. And that's what fair thing first is. And then <clears throat> what you do is not first things first, it's fair thing first. And when you write it down and you plan it out, and then the other thing is, is during your morning visualization, uh, you're always thinking about this procrastination thing. It's always running in the subconscious mind. What I've learned to do is put it down, handle it, tackle it. And then, you know, the rest of the day, simple and easy. 
Yeah. Uh, we go on to uh, our uh, habitude number three, which is the bottom lines. We're all searching for bottom line results in everything. So tell us about this bottom line when, when you're getting your day all set to go with your 80-20-365 planner. Right. So if you go to your accountant and you, know, you turn in your, all your earnings for the year and this and the other, you have to, the bottom line is here's what the government's owed, right? There's, there's a bottom line result, whether you're, whether you're packaging up a company or maybe putting a real estate proposal together, the bottom lines are the numbers, the facts, the figures, everything that makes sense. So what I've put into play in my life is a way to have something happen for myself, something happen for others and something happen for work. So three, three little habits, uh, all written into bottom lines, something for yourself. Like for me, okay, it's going to the gym, working out, making sure I go to the uh, jacuzzi, and then I go into the steam room. Uh, maybe the sauna and then the steam room <clears throat> and I come out of there, jump in the shower and I literally, I feel like a million bucks. Okay. I feel, I feel unstoppable. And I got that feeling and I noted it to myself and said, man, that's really good. I'm going to do something for myself every single day. Now <clears throat> you've all been on airplanes. In fact, tomorrow morning I'm on a plane to, uh, to San Francisco and then uh, later in the week, I'm in Utah. And then after that, I'm back here for Valentine's and what have you. And then the following week I'll be in Orlando all planned out by the way. Okay. But, but my point is, is that once you put this into motion of handling fair thing first, like I already know what I'm dealing with in San Francisco and I already see the outcome of it. It's, it's already pre-programmed and done for me. As far as fair thing first goes, it's like, okay. Um, you know, with this crazy virus that's going around, right? I made sure that I've got gloves and a, and a mask. Okay. Uh, the reason I'm doing that, Gene, is I have been putting it off, putting it off, but I'm tackling it now or tackled it the other day so that I'm prepared and ready. So it's no longer a thing in my mind. These are the things that you want to make sure that you plan and organize with uh, fair thing first and bottom lines. Bottom line, something for yourself, something to do for others, a random act of kindness, opening a door for a lady, uh, somebody drops something, picking it up and bringing it back to them. Uh, when you do this, you're paying into the universe, you're paying it forward. Yeah. And when you continuously have good random acts of kindness happening in your life, the universe has to respond back to you. Right. And it's like an echo. And then the fi final thing is work, uh, finish presentation, finish PowerPoint, uh, call Mike about business deal or financing or whatever it is. And you fill out all the work items. Maybe you need to, um, finish a proposal or a project and you put all this down and you plan it out. So you do something as a bottom line, by the end of that day, those three things, no matter what else will be completed for the day. And that's what bottom lines are on those three categories. Yeah. And in future episodes, we're going to talk about how you review that at the end of the day. Um, you know, what's interesting is, uh, uh habitude number four, uh, lends itself beautifully right after uh, number three and that's energy. And if you remember from a few episodes, if you're binge listening or, or watching, you heard it just a little while ago, you know, I love Adam's story. He said, if you bought a thoroughbred racehorse, you would not offer it cigarettes take it out to a bar and make it drink Jack Daniels and keep it up all night long. So why would you treat your body uh, that way when you wouldn't treat a racehorse that way? And Adam's always been saying to me, Hey, listen, treat your body like it's a racehorse. So let's talk a little bit about this energy. I love this. Well, it's an acronym. First of all, it's nutrition, rest, gym, and exercise. The nutrition and rest, uh, you know, getting some sleep at night, uh, G, uh, going to the gym and E exercise. And you put that together. 
energy and it gives you energy for your day. Actually, it gives you energy for your life. I was talking to some of the doctors that we have uh, inside one of our nutrition companies and they said every single medicine that's prescribed works best with diet and exercise. <clears throat> so that being said, if you're going to treat yourself like a million dollar racehorse, and you have to really think about this, if we all did really invest in a million dollar racehorse, you put you know, money into making this horse, buying the horse, what have you, looking after the horse, how would you look after it? And, and you're right, you wouldn't keep it up all night, make it smoke and drink, and then expect it to run its winning race the next day. Unfortunately, what happens because people have uh, you know, a fear thing first, maybe the giving up alcohol as an example would be a good fear thing first. But the point is, is that this way you would be, you, you'd be tying the two together, nutrition, rest, gym, and exercise. You'd actually start your way to the day saying, let me go and get some exercise in. Now, what I love about the exercise is it, you don't need to go down to the gym and become, or, or do exercise and become a bodybuilder or, or somebody like that. Okay. What I'm saying is, is that science and biology and doctors have proven that exercise, going for a walk with your wife or significant other or a friend or whatever the case is, maybe going for a run, setting a time to go to the gym, getting a trainer. Um, science has proven that this is cheap insurance. And cheap insurance is, allows you to have another fabulous day the next day, the next day, the next day. Plus, when you work out and you have the right nutrition, you're eating several times a day, you're watching your diet. When I say you're watching your diet, um, you know, I eat five to six uh, fist size meals a day. Okay. And some people say, well, that's, you know, eating too much, but they're fist size meals. Okay. They're, they're, they're tiny. There's some, there's some protein, there's some vegetable, uh, there's some carb. Uh, and that's what I do. Actually, my first meal in the morning is a protein shake and it's easy to make. But the point is when you do all this stuff and you do, you have the right, uh, nutrition that's going to give you energy for the day. It's also going to keep your blood levels the same throughout the day. Cause as you tend to eat blood levels, you know, Go up and down. Down, right. So if you can keep it level, that means eating several times a day. You're doing this with your blood levels, which is very, very good for health. And once again, these are, this is, this is, I'm not a doctor, but this is what they've told me, which is like this makes sense. So nutrition, rest, <clears throat> uh, getting sleep at night. Last night I slept for about five hours. I, I routinely sleep for maybe four and a half to five hours. Now, some people want their beauty sleep and they need eight hours of sleep. Um, I'm going to debate people on that because when you're living your dream, there's never enough time in the day to go after it. And I don't think everybody needs to get eight hours of sleep. Um, you know, you're an adult, you're not a growing baby. Uh, and babies do need a lot of sleep to grow. But nutrition, rest, <clears throat> gym and exercise, getting a workout partner, getting a trainer, um, making the commitment to doing this daily ends up 30, 60, 90 days, five years from now, uh, people are wondering uh, what you have going on in your life. And you know, also, exercise and going to the gym allows you to handle stress much better. Mm -hmm. And this is another important factor for going to the gym and working out and watching your diet. Okay. Um, uh, the number five habitude of the seven we're dealing with on uh, this episode is ahas. And if uh, you don't know what an aha is, that's uh, a eureka moment. Many of us have aha moments all the time in life. We just we just don't know what they are. But once you identify what an aha moment is, it can literally and figuratively be life-changing. It, it's the light bulb that goes off over your head. I think that's a good description, right? Yeah, it is. So, you know, <clears throat> uh, let me say this. I started with a new assistant this year. And the first thing I did was, was put her on the uh, time management system. <clears throat> and every single day, 
she's be having she's been having these moments. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God, this is why. And she, <clears throat> oh, I see the routine. And it's like what's happened is, is that it helped shape a person's belief system. <clears throat> when you allow an aha and you don't record it in your planner, you don't record it every single day, it, it goes fleeing off. And that's like <clears throat> God sending you some wisdom, okay, where the, where the puzzle of life kind of, it all starts to make sense. You start to feel like Yoda in Star Wars. You get it, okay? You're part of the force. Um, but you've got to write these things down because it's been proven over and over and over again that once you learn something new and you write it down, when you've heard of it the first time and you write it down, you've now taught yourself three different times. One, the first time when you heard it. Now you're writing it down, which is, you know, handwritten. And the third thing is your subconscious mind is recording it and it's being recorded in your journal. So you can go back in time and as you review your months and your years, and I've got years and years and years of ahas written down and people think that I'm, you know, you know, you're smart. Well, it's not so much that I'm a smart gene. It's as much as when you record also a new aha moment. Some scientists and doctors think that you've created a new memory and you created a new uh, category inside the mind where the, the neurons literally boom and you've got a new connection happening. That's an important factor to the future of the person that you're wanting to uh, be, but you're becoming by writing down the aha. You're learning and you're growing and that's part of everyday life. Yeah. And I think people now, if they had any doubt at the beginning of this episode about why you demand people write this down, not just please write this down, is that the constant repetition and the constant review and the constant study make these new things ingrained in your mind and what become ingrained in your mind become new and better habits. And to help you along, we come to habitude number six, which is mentoring. And everybody needs a mentor in your life. You know, I went through life for years w without a mentor, but when I finally discovered one, it was life-changing. And then he introduced me to another person. I've got about six or seven mentors in my life, in, including you. And um, the cast of characters I have in my mind and the cast of characters I can call on day or night. I mean, I talk for a living and, and I can't really articulate uh, how fantastic it is. The, so tell us about the, the value of, of mentoring. All right. So great things. Like I just said, when you're writing down your ahas for the day, you're learning. <clears throat> mentoring gives you the opportunity to teach. And when you're teaching, it's one thing to take the knowledge in the first time and you've learned it. But now when you get to speak it and you get to teach it and, and uh, you get to maybe uh, give somebody a new idea, a thought, something that's going to change their lives <clears throat> uh, for, the, for the better, by the way. Now the learning accelerates. And, you know, I like to share, people ask, you know, though, you know, I was <laughs> using cars as an example. Um, I had AJ out in the Lamborghini and we went down to put, uh, petroleum gasoline in the car put up both the doors ages like hey I'm gonna go to the bathroom I'm like okay and these um, kids on motorcycles were filling up too they're like oh my god I'm like well go ahead and sit in it like I already knew that they were going to want to be inside the car because they were just excited and what have you and most people maybe they weren't going to ask maybe they had a fear of saying oh you know do you mind but the fact the person got to sit in the car, they were taking video of it and what have you, they were just blown away, right? So <clears throat> let me tell you what that, what that does. <clears throat> that is a mentoring session. Most people aren't going to go down to the dealership and sit in the car or whatever and take it all in, okay? But you have the opportunity 
And by the way, this is free stuff. <clears throat> this this doesn't cost anything uh, during the day. It's it's a free. Hey, here's a here's a free. Give me. <clears throat> but the thing is, and I don't know who those young kids are. I didn't get phone numbers or what have you. They were all excited. But I know I changed the course of their story through the day or the following day, or maybe with, with their peers. Everybody needs a coach. I have coaches too. Okay. I uh, just this morning I was watching some stuff on YouTube on how to charge up the mind during my um, uh, power hour, how to charge up the mind uh, on YouTube and uh, something about affirmations. And by the way, with the system, we supply like a hundred uh, affirmations, okay, uh, that go along with this so that your mind is always being fueled. <clears throat> this is the mentoring stage. Now, uh, in the network marketing businesses um, that I have, it's very important for people to be networking all the time. And mentoring is an important piece of this. Uh, making sure that you talk with your sales organization or show people the way something's going to work or something about a product or something about how marketing might work. Uh, in the real estate industry, if you're networking, you're mentoring, you're showing people what's working for you. Hey, maybe there's a new banker that's doing some new financing or whatever the case happens to be. Uh, if you're uh, a coach working with kids on the basketball team or whatever, whatever it is, you want to be able to mentor people so that they can shoot the basketball better, maybe post up, what have you. All of this is very, very important to making uh, the world a better place, being the change that you'd like to actually see in the world. And by mentoring, this is what happens. Yeah. You know, and it, and it's interesting too, when we talk about the habitudes, it's almost like the, it's almost like the wheel of life that we dealt with in some earlier episodes is that they're all interconnected. So for example, when, when you got this, your beautiful Lamborghini at the gas station and you ask the kid to sit down in it, you're mentoring him, but then he has an aha moment. And maybe that aha moment is I want one of these things. And, you know, I go back to one of my mentors who said something that I thought was very funny at first, but there really is something to it. And he said, do you know why there are so few Ferraris on the road? And I said, no, I, I have no idea. He said, because most people think they can't have one. And if you think you can't have one, you're never going to get one. So by touching that and, and, and having that, that young man or that young woman have that aha moment, that just might put them on the direction of filling out their goals and objectives, something we'll be talking about in the next episode, and, and using this daily planner. Finally, and I love this one because it's something that nobody does, Habitude number seven, the final one for episode number five here, is the take two to review rule. Review your day. Who does that? Except for you and me. Well... <clears throat> it's a, it's a pr Jeff Brizos, Elon Musk. I mean, I can go down the list. I know because they've talked about how they get the most out of their day. <clears throat> so why would you want to review your day? Because <clears throat> reviewing once again, gives you the opportunity to not only learn, but to change something that you done incorrectly through the day where you notice a place to improve. And what that leads to is, <clears throat> You know, uh, you know, a life that isn't critiqued or reviewed is almost a life not worth living because there's no direction in it. Um, you know, uh, Michelangelo painting the Sistine Chapel. Uh, daily, there was a review with, with um, his peers on, hey, what do you think? And by getting, <clears throat> getting, getting a think tank about your day around what you could have done better, could you have showed up earlier? Could you have left five minutes early so that you know that you'd be on time? Uh, could you have mentored better? 
uh, hey, I didn't do my FTF today. Ah, that's why my day isn't successful. And by the way, Gene, th there's a scoring system doing these seven habits. I made it a game of life. So <clears throat> if your life is worth living, surely it's worth reviewing and seeing where you can do better. And by noticing the places where you can uh, make some adjustments, uh, change the errors in what you've done, you now have a better time, better way of doing it a second, third, fourth, tenth, fifteenth, hundredth, thousandth time over. Okay, and the review section is important. Actors, actresses, may, all CEOs, what have you, they have a, a trust uh, bank of thinkers. Uh, a coach that comes around and says, "How could?" How could you do it better? And this also allows not only you to do it better, but it also allows you to explain to somebody else in, during your mentoring stages, hey, here's what's actually working for me. Here's what I found. Here's what I felt. And my, my goodness, here's what's happened to my life. Well, this is great. So we've gone through the seven habitudes. You do this every single day. You do it for your first week, which turns into a month, the second month. And now we have 90 days of habitudes and as you said, you demand that people fill this out. So now we're on a journey and something is happening. So what we're going to do in our next episode, episode number six, is how to determine and set up your five-year objectives, 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 and goals. And now this is where things get really, really exciting. So thanks for this, Adam. Get set. Five-year big plan coming up next with Adam Vincent Gilmer on a life well plan, the 80-20-365 system. Adam, I'll talk to you on the next episode.